What's the difference between the people who succeed versus those who never reach their goals? Well, half of it's just showing up and persisting. And in today's episode, we've got a very special segment where myself and Trevor McGregor dive into a training from the Investor Mindset Members Club, a private exclusive group coaching uh mastermind where we dive in every single month into topics just like this. So, you know, normally this is just exclusively for our members, but wanted to bring this one to you guys live because it was so powerful. And uh, we really think you're going to get a lot from it. Now, if you guys don't know Trevor, Trevor is a, a, a former Tony Robbins trained coach, over 25,000 hours of coaching experience. He literally coaches millionaires and billionaires, real estate entrepreneurs to Fortune 500 executives, athletes, and everybody in between. And he is amazing at helping people unlock their mindset so that their business and their life can grow to the next level. And that's why I'm grateful to have him as a coach and mentor myself and be able to work with them every single month in the Mindset Members Club. So if you guys have any interest in this, if you want to take the leap or check it out, head over to the investormindset.com slash action. We've got a great program. It's super cost effective, especially considering what it costs to work with, with Trevor directly, or even working with me one-on-one. Super excited for you guys to be able to enjoy this. So let's jump into the episode. This is the Investor Mindset Podcast, and I'm Steven Pesavento. For as long as I can remember, I've been obsessed with understanding how we can think better, how we can be better, and how we can do better. And each episode, we explore lessons on motivation and mindset from the most successful real estate investors and entrepreneurs in the nation. And before we jump into the episode today, I wanted to remind you guys to go grab your copy of the Passive Investor Playbook, The Ultimate Guide to Passive Investing. And you can find your copy at theinvestormindset.com slash passive. You can find that right here in the show notes. The Passive Investor Playbook is full of all the foundational information you're going to need to start learning. How do you go and make those smart decisions as a passive investor? How do you go about vetting sponsors? How do you go about deciding what your investment goals are, whether you want to be active or passive? And of course, what type of investment opportunities are you looking for? We dive really deep into some great topics. We've covered a lot of these in uh, some short podcast episodes, but you can grab the full guide full of graphs, pictures, and plenty of information right over at theinvestormindset.com slash passive. Uh, Look forward to uh, having you enjoy that. And uh, let's get right back to it. Without further delay, let's uh, let's kick it off, Trevor. Well, thank you so much, my friend, and uh, hello there. You know, Mindset Nation, it's great to be here. And uh, my God, here we are. You know, the time we're recording this, it is the middle of August of 2020. So unless you've been living under a rock, right, you have now experienced COVID for what we call half a year, right? We think we started in March. We got March, April, May, June, July. Now we're into August. And again, um, you know, as a master platinum coach, I'm seeing some people navigate it and I'm seeing some people still have some challenges navigating it. So really today we're going to be talking about, you know, how do you survive it? How do you thrive through uncertainty? How do you get through times where maybe you still don't know if we're coming out of this thing, whether it's in your personal life, in your real estate life, in your You know, you're home with your spouse and your kids. They're driving you absolutely nuts and you wish you were in Hawaii with Steven, right? I can absolutely identify because I have clients all over the world 
where we have been saying it's not business as normal, right? And that's either going to upset you or you've got to do the mindset work that Stephen and I are going to hear, you know, share with you today to really figure out, okay, well, you know, am I able to move through this? You know, because that's really what adversity does to us. It's either going to stop us or we're going to find a way to move through it. Or am I going to just kind of take a break, right? Am I just going to wait out the storm and I'll start investing in 2023 or 2022 or 2021? But once the smoke clears, because for anyone that says that, it means that you haven't been listening to what Stephen and I talk about. And that is building the mental muscle and understanding that real estate is a great vehicle to make an impact and an income regardless of what's going on around you, right? Because again, it's not what goes on outside of you, it's what goes on in here that's truly important. So I'm gonna bring up my slide presentation in just a minute, but before we do, I wanna you know, ask all of you to check in. And on a scale of one to 100, you know, have you stopped giving it your all? Have you kind of gotten complacent, right? So one would be, oh my God, I've gotten really complacent. If you're at 100, that means that you haven't been affected and that you're moving through it beautifully. And I'll bring you in, Stephen, here. I know you talk to a ton of people. Where would you say the average investor is? You know, now that we're six months, six months into COVID, on the scale of one to 100, what is your gut telling you? I would say from the experience that I'm having talking with a lot of investors from around the country and around the world, people are living in a state of fear a little bit. You know, the, the really experienced ones, the ones who've been through some of this before and are doing the hard work to get their mind in alignment with their goals and the actions they want to take. They know that one third of the people are always doing deals no matter the market. One third of the people are failing because they're in fear and they're not doing anything. And the rest of the people are just kind of staying still. Uh, in kind of a place of being neutral. And I think that's absolutely true right now because I'm seeing plenty of deals still come across my desk and still move through. But depending on who you talk to, you're going to hear about, oh, well, we better wait. We better wait it out. There's no way for us to invest. There's no way for us to make smart business decisions right now. And for sure, there is uncertainty, but there's also opportunities and uncertainty. And it's all about the lens that you look at life through and therefore business through. And I think uh, we're going to talk a little bit about how to upgrade your mindset on that front with my friend Trevor here. So I'm excited to get into some of that. Yeah, that's beautiful. And, uh, you know, I, and I'm transparent on these calls and, um, you know, I've had some uncertainty, but I've also found a way to make my certainty greater than my uncertainty. And I've done two real estate deals in the last 45 days. So I say COVID schmovid, right? There's always going to be an excuse. There's always going to be a reason for you to answer my question at 40% or 50%. Well, I don't want you to hang out because we don't know how long that might linger. Stephen and I are here to teach you today how to get into the 70, 80, 90%, you know, so that you condition your mind and then you take what we call intelligent and inspired action. Note that I didn't just say take action. I said take intelligent and inspired action. Because again, at the end of the day, we want you to do the right things in the right order at the right time for the right reasons so that you are always moving towards your outcome. So with that said, Stephen, I'm going to bring up my slides. Uh, just let me know when you can see them. And I'll have to push the play button. And here we go. So welcome. To all of our Investor Mindset Club members, we're your hosts, Stephen Pesavento and Trevor McGregor. We call ourselves Masters of Mindset, 
And that doesn't come from ego. Trust me, it comes from Stephen and I doing what we call total immersion. We immerse ourselves into trainings, into books, into, you know, coaches, into seminars. We literally have this insatiable appetite. And that's why we agreed to work together to really take what we've learned and apply it in our lives, but also give it away. That is the best way to show up and be a human being isn't to keep what you know, it's to share it with others. Well, that's exactly what we're here to do with you today. And we want to welcome all of our members today. And today's training is really all about thriving in uncertain times and really what we call the power of showing up and the power of persistence. So I want you to think about that. Well, what is showing up and what is persistence as it relates to you? And I think you might learn something about that because we've got some dictionary definitions of that coming up in just a moment. So with that said, I've probably shown this slide to, I don't know, a thousand people this year, whether it's been on one-to-one calls or in Zoom calls or in previous trainings. And this is something I want to kick off the call with, and it's called the 16 stages of a typical life. Now, if you guys were to count each and every one of these, trust me, there are 16 stages where we literally go from birth to death, right? So we go from birth to being a baby, to being a toddler, to being a kid. Then we go through our teen years. We go off to college or university. We typically start working, you know, for a company. We try to make some money. We turn 65, we get old, you know, and then next thing you know, we're not here anymore. So, so what, Trevor, what's the big deal? Well, COVID or no COVID, I want you to really realize that there are only four stages of life that we call the prime years. And I'm going to highlight them again for you right here. Folks, these little blue bubbles are where most of you are at right now. How do I know that? Well, because this is typically a time where you're about 25 65 years of age, right? It's typically a period of peak health, energy, mental acuity, earning ability, and where the most great relationships are formed. And if you don't spend this time deliberately, it's where you will have the most regret. In fact, it's where the most regret is formed. And if you talk to people that are on their deathbed today, if you talk to people that literally are in hospice, they will tell you, not just the times that they enjoyed in their life, but they'll also share the times that they've regretted the most. So what's that got to do with anything? Well, I don't want you to regret this time. I don't want you to see COVID as the big global pattern interrupt that came in and took you out of real estate or took you out of, you know, date nights with your spouse or took you out of being a better parent to your kids. I want you to realize that if you are truly in these stages that you have an obligation to choose what you want to do during COVID and as we come out of COVID. So Stephen, before I go to the next slide, I know you're in these bubbles right now. What's your perspective on where we're at and how people can't forget that if they don't maneuver through COVID gracefully, they're going to have regrets. Yeah. When you don't, when you know that you're capable of doing something and you've got a clear idea of what you want, but you don't take those actions, you're going to have regret. This could be in your family life, this could be in your business, and this definitely can be in real estate. And so just because COVID happened to come up and really shake up the industry, really shake up our lives and put us into places where we could be in a state of fear, where we could be in a state of loss and therefore frozen or fearful, uh, 
we need to remember that this is our time to make things happen. This is our prime time. And you can look at that same uh, problem as an opportunity. And by changing that problem into an opportunity, by looking at it and looking for what are the good things about it and training yourself to start looking for those things, you can start figuring out, well, actually, maybe this is a great time for me to be buying real estate because a lot of other people are fearful. Or maybe this is a great time for me to relocate to Hawaii for a few months because places that were $100,000 a month are now 10,000. That's an opportunity. But other people will be sitting home in fear and you can figure out, hey, how can I get myself in the right state of mind to take advantage of this opportunity instead of being regretful, looking back and thinking, I missed out on those prime time years. Outstanding, my brother. That was so good. And so I can tell that you're already seeing through a different lens than maybe you could have if you just hunkered down in Colorado and just kind of stayed there and didn't move on. So guys, here's a beautiful slide that really asks, what are you going to do with these prime years? What are you going to do like Stephen and I to grab the bull by the horns and show COVID who's boss? Because at the end of the day, there's a great quote by Lewis E. Boone that says, the saddest summary of a life contains three descriptions, could have, might have, and should have. Now that sounds a little heavy but it's absolutely true, but not on my watch, not on Steven's watch. And we don't want it for us and we don't want it for you. So let's move forward and let's talk about, you know, what allows people to navigate the ups and downs, what allows people to, you know, go through highs and lows and who's somebody I know that has consistently shown up and been persistent in his pursuit of real estate excellence. And you know, this guy, this is Mr. Joe Fairless. Yes. Joe Fairless from the best real estate investing advice ever brand. And I've been blessed to be Joe's coach back in 2013. We started and I've literally been Joe's coach every year and have had a front row seat where Joe literally, if you don't know him, went from owning four single family homes in Texas to where he now owns just under a billion dollars. Yes. With a B a billion dollars worth of, you know, multifamily properties with his part business partner, Frank and their company called Ashcroft Capital. So I can tell you, tell you that Joe did not go from four single family homes to having a billion dollars in assets under management in a straight line. In fact, I've never met an investor, and I don't think Stephen has either, that hasn't had some speed bumps along the way, right? Whether that was the global you know, crash of 2008, whether that was the planes hitting the towers in 01, right? Whether it was the swine flu, the H1N1 flu, you know, the AIDS epidemic, um, terrorist attacks. COVID is just another pattern interrupt, guys. But Joe has never, ever let something outside of him defeat him. And he's a perfect example of what I want you to be as well. That when an obstacle comes up or you face a roadblock or you've got a challenge, that you own the ability to go over it, under it, around it, or even through it so that you too keep moving towards your real estate goals and dreams. The other thing that's important for you to know is I didn't just learn through Joe's experience. I'm also a real estate investor. I've been investing in real estate in many asset classes since 2003, whether that's single family, multifamily, um, gosh, let's see, what have I got? You know, self-storage units, um, a hemp farm in Colorado. Um, my wife and I are co-owners of a luxury resort in Costa Rica. We've got, you know, a business down in Australia. 
So again, I don't say that to beat on my chest. I say it that you know, where there's somebody who's committed to diversification and learning and growing, you too, like Joe and I, can step up. Or we could take Mr. Steven Pesavento, a guy that really cut his teeth like the rest of us in single family. And now you see Steven driving into the multifamily. And you guys can do it too, because again, for the committed, there's always a way. And don't forget that I've also been blessed and grateful to work for this man. You know this guy. This is Tony Robbins, as I was a master coach for him. I worked for him for half a decade, became one of his top mindset and business strategist coaches on the planet. I've done over 25,000 coaching calls. I've coached millionaires and billionaires, doctors, lawyers, you know, whatever you throw at me, I've probably seen it or heard it, right? So what's the big deal? Well, it means that there is never or has never been a problem that I haven't been able to help a, a client get unstuck from. Because please put this in your notes, that every problem, whether it's the COVID problem, the global warming problem, the Black Lives Matter problem, the rioting, soon to be the presidential elections of Trump and Biden or whatever else gets crazy there, that every problem is a problem of perspective. That means that whatever challenges you face, whatever problems you have, whatever problems my 25,000 coaching clients have had, that it's just perspective. And Stephen and I are here to help you see through a different lens and get some different perspectives so that you too don't get stuck. You don't stop. You don't give up. And again, this has given me a perspective on what allows people to truly achieve a phenomenal level of success in life. So before I go on, Stephen, um, do you want to share anything about your commitment to personal growth, your commitment to mindset, reading books, listening to podcasts, having a world-class podcast? What's your take on it all? I mean, at the end of the day, if you're not growing, you're dying. And that's a belief that I have that I've adopted and taken internally. And so with having that belief, I'm on this constant journey of trying to learn, hey, how can I grow to be a better person, a better business person, a better spouse or partner, a better friend across the board. And all of this stuff really does play well into each other. I mean, I've got one of my favorite books right here, uh, Think and Grow Rich. You can't see it because it's a uh, such an old classic. But what's amazing about this book, which was written in 1931 and so many others right there, everyone, everyone's got to read that book if you haven't and reread it over and over again, as I'm doing right now. But because what's so cool is the more that you dive into this stuff, the more that you start seeing universal principles that seem to apply, you know, all the way back nearly 100 years since this book was written and since some of these concepts have been able to come out. And uh, it just makes the biggest difference in my life. And it's so fun to be able to share it with other people and inspire them to do the same. Love it. Love it. Love it. Yes. I listen to the audio program, reread the book, go over the least quarter from Think and Grow Rich. It truly is my Bible and it has literally changed my life. So thank you for sharing, Stephen. And let's keep going because guys, on top of what Stephen said, it's time for what I call Trevor's Truths. And again, I'm sharing what I've seen in the real estate community, what I've seen in my own real estate investing career. I've seen and sharing what Stephen's seen with you so that you too can navigate whatever landmines you feel you're up against. And with that said, here's what you're going to learn. We're going to talk about the power of showing up and the power of persistence. We're going to literally take a look at what causes people to stop. That is for any of you that have kind of gotten soft during COVID or 
maybe you've stopped doing market research, you've stopped calling brokers, you've stopped calling potential investors. We're gonna take a look at some of the reasons why that might be happening. We're gonna revisit what I love teaching called the law of polarity, buckle up for that. We're gonna talk about the power of purpose because again, Stephen and I are big believers in the power of purpose. And if you don't know your big fat why, you're really missing out on what we call the rocket fuel of the juice that keeps you going when times get tough. We're going to teach you a new tool called the back to the future tool. Yeah, we're going to go Marty McFly on this stuff. We're going to talk again about the power of character trade integration because it's just too juicy not to refresh in your mind. And then we're going to talk about, yes, why it's time to raise your standards. So with that said, let's dive right in with what do the terms showing up and what do the terms persistence really mean? So think about that right now. Give yourself a rating on the scale of one to 100. I don't do one to 10, because that's what everybody does. It's cliche. Let's go bigger, as Steven said, if you're not growing, you know, you're dying. Let's expand it to 100. And on a scale of one to 100, I want you to rate yourself right now, right? It's August of 2020. How have you been showing up and how have you been persistent on a scale of one to 100? And I want to remind you that the number's not good or bad. The number's not right or wrong. We're not going to blame it. We're not going to shame it. We're not going to justify it. We don't do any of that. Stephen and I don't believe in that. What we believe in is you being honest with yourself and giving you that number and then asking a very important question, which is, how can I move up from there? Right? I don't want anyone to go backwards. I want you to say, all right, I'm a 40. I want to get to a 50 or 60 or a 70. If you're a 70, maybe you want to get to 75 or 80 or 90. But there's always room for improvement. I don't ever think anyone ever gets to 100. So now that you've got that number, let's really take a look at, you know, all of this. Because the definition of showing up means to become apparent or to be revealed. Or even better than that, to arrive at or get to a destination. So that means you got to be present. That means you got to know what you want. That means you've got to do the intelligent and inspired mindset and the intelligent and inspired activity that helps you to take showing up and do something with it because just showing up alone isn't enough anymore, right? You can show up at a great sporting event, but if you don't give them your ticket and go inside, you can't watch the Super Bowl, right? And that's the difference right now, Stephen. I'm finding a lot of people that have a ticket to the Super Bowl and they're not going into the stadium. What do you think of that? And does that analogy land with you? Yeah, it really does land. And it, it's hard when you see people and you're coaching them or you're working with them or you're interacting with them or they're looking at investing with you or any of these things and they're, they're ready to go. They want it. They, they're at the door. They have that opportunity to step through the threshold, but fear is holding them back. The unknown is holding them back. And so, what do we do about that, Trevor? Well, again, I think the first thing that we do is really have awareness around it, that you want something, but you're not moving your feet to get it. Let's say you are you know, doing this capital raise right now, and you know damn well that an investor said to you, if you ever do multifamily, or if you ever have a great opportunity, I'd love to put some money into it. And then you call him up and he's going, well, I don't know, there's this little thing called COVID going on. Well, I don't know. I should be stockpiling my cash. Well, I don't know. There might be a run on groceries here and I might need to keep some cash around in case something negative happens. Well, that's okay for most people, but for people that really see real estate 
as a vehicle that has been and always will be around. I mean, people need a place to live. Maybe now would be a good time to take a portion of that, put it into Stephen's deal, and literally five, seven, 10 years down the road, celebrate the shit out of it. So again, showing up is being ready, being committed, being decisive, and then taking the intelligent inspired action to walk into the stadium and participate in the sport. The second one is persistence. And persistence is defined as the quality of being persistent or having tenacity, right? Or the continuance of an effect after the removal of its cause. Now that is a tongue twister. So I'm going to slow down and say that second one again, because it's so freaking important. The continuance, that means you keep going of an effect after the removal of its cause. So if something stops you in your tracks that has prevented you from calling brokers, prevented you from calling property managers, prevented you from calling investors, prevented you from studying market data, prevented you from reading Think and Grow Rich, right? The persistence would mean that you are removing whatever's been blocking you and you keep on keeping on. So that's really, you know, what that's about, to put it into simple terms that Stephen and I talk about all the time, success according to Tony Robbins is 80% mindset and 20% action, right? So again, we can look at real stuffy definition definition from, from uh, the encyclopedia or a dictionary, or we can just absolutely call it tight here and give you the truth that if you've rated yourself that lower number, and you really wanted to make 2020 a great year for real estate and you haven't done it or you're behind in your goals or whatever, this slide is the reminder that it's not what you do. It's how you think about what you do before you go do what you're going to do. So Stephen, I'll get you to chime in on this one as well. Take it away. Yeah. I mean, we're, when we can get ourselves in that right mind state, saying the right things to ourselves internally, the right story, looking at the opportunity of what we're doing, what action we're taking from the right lens with confidence and faith, we can accomplish almost anything. But that difference is that even if we step up to make that phone call, if we don't step into it with confidence and faith, that comes through. And it ends up essentially resulting in the thing not working out just the way that we thought it wasn't going to work out when we stepped into it simply because we, we, of what we were thinking going in to taking that action. That's exactly it. And again, I mean, there's probably no better example than the one Stephen just gave. If you're making a phone call, but you don't believe that the broker is going to engage with you, if you don't believe the investor is going to invest with you, if you don't believe that the property manager is going to share key information with you, you're literally inviting that to happen through what we call negative transference. And negative transference is where you've got no level of certainty, you've got no level of clarity, you've got no level of confidence, and you're just checking the box. Yep, Trevor called the broker. He didn't, he didn't give me the deal. Yep, called the property manager, left a voicemail. They didn't get back to me. Yep, called 10 investors. I only got one person that might be interested. Well, that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about you being defiantly committed. There's that term again, Stephen, defiantly committed. I don't care if you got to call the broker seven times or call that property manager eight times, leave eight voicemails, get in your car and drive down to his office. For the committed, there's always a way. But it starts with what Stephen said. It starts in your psychology and with your mindset and is then followed up by taking that intelligent and inspired action. 
So let's go back to questions because I'm a guy that loves to ask a powerful question. What causes you to stop showing up or not be persistent, right? We want you to think about it right now. Think about you personally. Think about what you've stopped doing. Think about where maybe you've been sitting on the couch or you've been going soft due to COVID, right? And please be honest because this isn't for me. This isn't for Steven. We're here for you. And we know there are several things that are probably popping up like popcorn on the screen of your mind right now. So let's take a look at some of the common ones because what causes us to quit as a human species is what we tend to believe. It's our values. It's our rules. It's our previous experiences. It's our environment. And that can be a big one, especially now. A poor peer group is one that I'm seeing holding a lot of people back. A lack of commitment or a lack of drive. So think about that. Is it your belief system? Do you have a value that says, I'm not deploying capital until I know it's safe? Or maybe that's a rule of yours. Have you had a previous experience through a tough time? Are you hanging around with the wrong people, right? Have you literally given up on your commitments? Are you just not motivated and you got no drive like you did on January 1st of this year? Or, you know, is it the economy? Is it, you know, the environment? Is it some story you keep telling yourself about how tough it is? Because I'll guarantee for any of you that rated your number on a scale of one to 100 low, this is probably behind it. And I'm going to go through some other things as well. The other thing that holds most people back from going to the next level in any economy through any pandemic or whatever is really fear, right? We're going to be talking about that one specifically in just a minute. And if you've heard me talk about it before, I'm going to share with you the three major fears that hold most people back. But it's even more than that. Maybe you're facing some obstacles. Maybe your lenders have tightened rules. Maybe your lenders have imploded. Maybe your investors are just not as freewheeling with cash like they were a year ago at this time. Maybe you have lost a little bit of that motivation. I know that, you know, a lot of people are doing something Stephen and I call negative stacking where you're putting global warming in, in play and then you go, oh my God, COVID-19 and then, oh my God, riots and black lives and now the political stuff and do I homeschool my kids or do I send them off to the penitentiary with the teachers wearing masks? I mean, God, I talked to one client today, Stephen. He said that his kid's private school in Phoenix, they literally have a bubble around every desk. Every desk is enclosed in a piece of plexiglass. And I thought it'd be a cold day when I ever sent my kid to sit in a piece of plexiglass. I'd rather homeschool. But that's my personal opinion. Don't send me hate mail, people. But guys, sometimes all of this stacks and you lose motivation. You lose momentum. Or how about this one? Have you seen another shiny object? Are you going, well, e-commerce looks pretty good right now. Maybe I should invest my money in Zoom stock, right? And shiny objects is something, Stephen, I'm going to get you to talk about in just a minute because I can see a lot of people wondering if they should pivot away from real estate and go off and do something else. Or maybe this has happened where you've been doing some social distancing yet you're talking to more people that you haven't talked to for a long time and they're telling you, real estate? You're not getting into real estate, are you? Oh my God, you're gonna have those tenants calling you at 2 a.m. with the clogged toilet, right? And all of a sudden your dream dies because three, five, seven people don't really realize that real estate is the greatest wealth vehicle on the planet. 
So I'm going to invite my friend Stephen to come in. Maybe Stephen, let's talk about the loss of motivation, momentum, the shiny object and having other people, you know, that don't share our belief in real estate, talk other people out of it. What do you got? Well, it's dangerous when you start listening to people who aren't the kind of folks or aren't doing or living the life that you want to be living right? It's, it's really dangerous because you're going to have family members, you're going to have friends, you're going to have people who dramatically and truly do care about you and your well-being, but they're going to be sharing uh, whatever they, their beliefs are with you in order to try to help you. But unless you want to live their life or do what they're doing right in that exact moment, it's probably best to figure out how you can block yourself, shield yourself uh, with the right set of beliefs to be able to to continue doing the things that you know are best that are going to get you where you want to go. Because otherwise that's going to start you down this path of the loss of momentum, the loss of motivation, start believing those things that other people are telling you. I know even from my own experience, I have some amazing family members that absolutely love me deeply, but they're in a state of fear about investing in real estate period. They just have never done it. And they're not necessarily living the life as far as investing that I would want to live. And so I have to remind myself to not allow those beliefs to even get inside. And it's, it's dangerous because you're around them and you care about them and you love them. But when, even when you're in the best state of mind and you're doing the right things, if you hear something too often without canceling it out, without replacing it with something else, it can start to creep in. And then that fear starts building up and you start to think, Hey, well, maybe they're right. Maybe this is a bad time. Maybe things aren't going to work out. What is the worst case scenario? You start forgetting all of the reasons and beliefs that you originally were setting out to having in the first place. So it's so key that you get really, really clear on what you want and why you want it. And when you have that clarity, when you know what that is, those shiny objects won't be as shiny because you're going to have to have that willpower to say no to everything that isn't going to get you closer to that goal. I've personally been through it many a time where I start going down this path and I realize, oh snap, I've gotten away from what my core goal was and, and I thought that it was the right path. But more times than not, if you s decide on what that one thing is and you continue uh, moving towards it, you'll eventually uh, achieve it and enjoy the journey doing it. Out freaking standing. Couldn't have said it better. And that's why Stephen and I are here with you. Because guys, that should sound pretty familiar to many of you. And we don't want it to be your 2020, right? We're not going to shame it, blame it, or justify it. We're going to say, if you have gotten a little bit of fear, maybe you've hit an obstacle or a roadblock, maybe you've lost some motivation or momentum, or you've seen a shiny object, squirrel, go chase it. No, right? Or you've had other people talk you out of it. Stephen and I want you to get back to your core, get back to your center, Get back to why you started to go down this path of mindset and real estate in the first place, because we still believe that that fire is in your belly. The dream is still there. But if you let this stuff take you out of the game, you're not going to get to where you want to be this year or next year or the next 5, 10, 15, or 20 years. So let's keep going. Stephen, that was brilliant. Again, the number one thing that I found has also, hold pe also holds people back is this. And it's simply the story you tell yourself why you can't have what you want. I want you to think about that. What story are you telling yourself through COVID? What are you letting other people tell you? What are you letting Twitter tell you or the news tell you or Trump tell you? 
or other people tell you that you probably should absolutely put on what I call your noise canceling headphones. Because again, if you're telling yourself a story why you can't have it, that's going to become your reality because you'll rationalize, right? And Stephen and I love this quote that when you start to rationalize, you know, it continues. And if you break that word into two, you tell yourself rational lies. I don't want you to tell yourself lies through COVID. I don't want you to tell, call yourself lies in the second wave of COVID, the third, the fifth, the seventh, who knows how long this sucker is going to last. What I want you to do is get back to your truth and stop rationalizing all over yourself because that doesn't work. So let's go to one of my favorite quotes. And you know, this guy, Mr. Bruce Lee, do you think he ever, you know, ran away from a challenge? Do you think if this guy was around and he saw COVID coming around, he'd go hide in the basement? Well, I don't think so. Because he says that in life, there are no limits. There are only plateaus. And you must not stay there. You must go beyond them. So if you've plateaued, don't see it as a failure, but literally ask yourself, are you defiantly committed to going beyond it? And a lot of people have plateaued, Stephen. I've talked to a lot of investors who have gotten soft. They're not going to you know, the office. They're not going to meetups. They're not going to conferences. And they're just, you know, really enjoying what they're calling their COVID summer, hoping that it returns one day, you know, their, their normalcy. Well, I don't think normalcy is returning anytime soon. So if any of you have plateaued, when would now be a good time to rise up and move beyond the plateau? And again, that comes from Bruce Lee. So let's take a look at the big four-letter word that starts with F. And no, not that four-letter word, this one, the fear. Because again, at the end of the day, fear is something that literally is going to continue to haunt you if you let it, right? And what I love to teach is what's called the three universal modalities of fear. And there's never been a better time to look at this than right now as you're navigating, you know, COVID in August of 2020. Because the very first universal modality of fear, and I don't care if you're in America, Canada, the UK, Europe, Australia, Hong Kong, New Zealand, the very first thing that people can literally have them stopped in their tracks on is this one. And that is, if I try, I could fail. That is, if I try to talk to a broker during COVID, I could fail. If I try to make best and final during COVID, I could fail. If I try to go do due diligence during this time of COVID, I don't, I don't know if I could do deal, due diligence. You know, I could fail and I could lose a bunch of money. So again, we've got this universal modality of fear, Stephen, that is if I try, I could fail. And that's followed up with number two, that people might criticize me. No, not that, Trevor. Yep. People just say, hey, I don't know if you knew this, Stephen, but there's a global pandemic going on. I see you out there, you know, buying properties, raising capital. Like, are you sure this is going to be a good time for you? Right? And if that's happening to some of you out there and you're afraid of what other people say, you know, I'm here to tell you what other people think of you is none of your business. It's their business. So you got to be very careful because that too is a universal modality that can stop you right? Because people might criticize you. They might, you know, call you out. They might say, really, you're going to do that, right? And then the third one comes back to, well, I'm not worthy, 
right? I'm just going to kind of navigate through COVID and kind of, you know, float through it. And I'm not worthy of buying a deal right now. I'm not worthy of investors' money right now. I'm not worthy of increasing my net worth right now. And it's all a bunch of crap. Because again, I teach something that absolutely turns these three things on their head. And it's literally called the law of polarity. Now, if you don't know the law of polarity, first off, know that it's a law. It's like the law of gravity. If you jump off the roof of your house, I guarantee you're going down. Well, the law of polarity is a law, like the law of cause and effect, the law of you know, compensation, the law of circulation, the law of manifestation. These are laws. And the law of polarity can be applied to those three modalities of fear And this is what happens when we do that, because on the other side of that fear is this, where with number one, if I try, I could fail, right? And we go to the polar opposite of that. Think of polarity like you can't have day without night. You can't have black without white. You can't have masculine energy without feminine energy. You cannot have the North Pole without the South Pole. Therefore, you could not have, if I try, I could fail without... Well, if I try, I could actually succeed. I could get a broker to call me back. I could get an investor to invest in my deal. I could get through best and final, right? I could do due diligence because again, what the mind can conceive and believe it will achieve. Or let's go to number two. People might criticize me. Well, let's apply the law of polarity to that because people can actually love what you're doing. They could get inspired from it. Oh my God, look at Stephen go. Stephen is going out there and going to Hawaii during COVID. He's buying property during COVID. He's raising capital. He's having his kick-ass podcast. I mean, the guy's a badass. And he's inspiring many of you to go out there and do the same, even during a pandemic. How cool is that? Or let's go to number three. I'm not worthy. Again, that's a bunch of bunk. I don't know where you people took that on. You are all worthy because abundance is your birthright. God doesn't look down at you and go, I'm going to prevent you from buying real estate, right? God or the universe or source or infinite intelligence wants you to buy real estate, wants you to expand, wants you to live your best life, have great experiences, make more money, travel this beautiful blue planet. But if you guys don't understand the law of polarity, there's a chance that you could get stuck on the wrong side of the fear. And Stephen and I are here to absolutely unleash you to the better side where if you believe you can, you will. If you surround yourself with great mentors like Stephen and I, it's a bonus. And if you move your feet and remember that there is no failure, there's only feedback. You just keep going until you get to your outcome. So Stephen, I'm going to bring you in again, my brother, And I know we've talked about this before, but how important is this even more so to not only learn, but to apply during COVID? Well, now's the perfect time to practice because these feelings and thoughts are things that plague everybody at different times of their life or day or week. And so the more opportunities you have to practice, the more opportunities you have to strengthen that muscle to be able to fight through that feeling of failure, to be able to fight through and be able to get to another place where you're feeling confident and you have faith that things will work out the way they are meant to. And you'll be able to take action consistently on those things that do matter. 
And so it's absolutely critically important now because now is your practice time. Now is your opportunity to show up in life and apply these ideas. And if you were here uh, last month or uh, in a previous uh, conversation where we talked about this and you haven't yet taken action, well, perfect. Now is the time to do it. Because sometimes it takes that repetition. Sometimes it takes hearing it over and over again before it clicks. And then finally we can put it into action and start making it a part of our reality. So, uh, you know, if this is resonating with you, I encourage you to, to right now, write something down and make a little commitment to yourself that you're going to come back and reflect on these thoughts on this slide that we're looking at and start believing that you can use the law of clarity to your advantage. And it applies to other things too, Stephen. Thank you very much because I know some people have gained a little bit of weight. In fact, one of my clients said he put on 19 pounds. He calls it his COVID-19. So if that's his truth, when would now be a good time to start working out, start eating healthier, right? Maybe you've been ignoring your spouse or your kids because they've been driving you crazy. Well, there's polarity of that as well. If you'd go out there and take them for a hike, or, you know, take them to something that they want to do. Take them fishing. You know, take them and show them the community gardens. Teach them something. Guys, there's always an excuse. And that's where most people default. But on the other side of everything, using the law of polarity, you can get fit. You can get healthy. You can get rich. You can have more sex. You can have more experiences. I'm telling you, there's nothing that you can't do when you're defiantly committed to it. So thank you, Stephen, for that. Another way to think about it is I really want you to check in with your thermostat. That is, where is your, you know, three modalities of fear thermostat? Are you setting your fear high or are you setting your fear low? Are you setting your courage high or are you setting your courage low? Because, guys, you can set the thermostat anywhere you want, but I'm telling you that fear is a call for courage, and that anytime I or anytime Stephen has felt fear, we know that that's an invitation to access our courage. That is to take another look. That is to get some support. That is to talk to a coach. That is to listen to a great podcast. Because as Tony Robbins says, what's wrong is always available, but so is what's right. And the beautiful thing about polarity is you can't have fear without knowing that there's a little bit more courage in you in Stephen and in myself. Does that make sense? I sure hope so. And again, you've seen me talk about this before. It's an old Jim Rohn quote. You've got to stand guard at the door of your mind. It's your mind. It's not your spouse's mind, your neighbor's mind, Trump's mind. You know, nobody else gets the keys to the combination other than you. So you've got to program your mind the way that you want to program it. And another major thing that will determine whether you keep going or not is your purpose. And you'll hear Stephen and I talk at nauseum about your purpose. What are the big, fat, compelling reasons why you want to be in real estate? What are the big, fat, compelling reasons you want to have, you know, financial freedom? Maybe you want to work towards time freedom. Maybe you want to work like Stephen and I have towards what we call geographical freedom. But really, what is your big fat why? Why do you want to use real estate as a vehicle to get you to where you want to go? Because my hallucination is you don't want to buy old buildings built in the 70s or 80s and then just repair them for shits and giggles. You want to do that stuff so that you create impact for the tenants 
And when you create impact for the tenants, you create income for yourself and your partners and your investors. But if you don't go back and have what Stephen and I call an active why, you might say, well, the reason I want to do this is because I want to make money. Well, that's great. But how are you reminding yourself that what, what is the money going to do for you? Well, then maybe I want to buy things like a nice house or a great car. Well, that's good, but that's still material. What's your big, fat, compelling reason why? Well, I want to give my kids a better life than you know, I had when I was growing up. Great. I love that. Let's stack that. But you guys got to keep stacking your purpose and your why until it's a tower. Because if you only have one thing, like I want to make money, that's lame. What can you do with the money? How can you give to charity? How can you become an impact investor? How can you travel to Hawaii, Hong Kong, Alaska, Alaska, Paris, Italy, Australia? I mean, I'm a big believer, and Stephen and I have talked about this, that we don't make money just to make money. We make money because we know that it is a byproduct of adding value to people. And you folks can add value to people in real estate and have money become the byproduct of what you do so that then you use that money to live a better why, right? Live a better life, live a certain standard, travel, you know, quit ordering off the, you know, appetizer menu at the restaurants and buy a freaking entree, right? Because if you're scrimping or saving or clipping coupons, you're cutting off the law of circulation. And real estate is the number one wealth vehicle on the planet, you know, that I've seen in my life and Stephen's life and perhaps in your life and others, to really quantum leap what you're capable of doing in terms of generating an income and raising your net worth. So Stephen, you are a big why guy like me. How important has your why been in you keep on keeping on with everything you've got in front of you? Yeah, the why is the internal driver, that internal driver of why I'm able to continue to persist on why after starting a podcast that's produced by twice a week, able to put it out every single time because I've got a clear purpose and reason behind it and it's driving me and it's exciting to me. And there's times where I want to give up. There's times where I want to stop or, or not continue to take all of this action. But because of that, why it reminds me, it puts me back in the right state. It reminds me of, of, why these things or these actions or this drive is important and it keeps me on that track and it's so critical and crucial and everyone has the possibility and potential and as we're talking about a world where people are feeling like maybe they don't have the same opportunity or they don't have the same things it's it's so important that we remind ourselves that we can create so much internally that we can create that drive and that power and we all have access to it. And when we can start unlocking it by getting clear on what that what is that we want and why we want it, what that purpose is, that really almost anything's possible. Spot on, my man. And I love it. And you and I both sing from the same song sheet there. So with that said, let's keep it going, guys. I got a little bit left and then we'll get into some Q&A. And again, we say that the rocket fuel or juice comes from your why, right? When times get tough, you know, when you're tired, and you don't really want to call the broker, when you don't want to call the property manager, when you don't want to get in your car and drive neighborhoods, your why is what gets you up off the couch doing it because there's a bigger purpose outside of you. Maybe it's your spouse. Maybe it's your kids. Maybe it's your community. Maybe you want to leave a legacy. Maybe you want to, you know, build a school. 
Maybe you want to, you know, give clean drinking water. It's irrelevant what you want to do. What's relevant is that you find a way to fulfill that. And that's really what Stephen and I are here to help you with. So with that said, you can also use this. So think about this, Stephen, because this is a tool I called the back to the future tool, right? Like Marty McFly, where there's been times where you've stopped doing what it is you wanted to do before. Maybe you wanted to go on a trip and you said, no, I better not. Maybe you wanted to get into a certain college and you said, no, I better not. Maybe you wanted to ask a certain person out on a date because you had, you know, real interest in them and you said, no, maybe not, right? We as a human species will think of all the times where we didn't do what we said we wanted to do. So my invitation to you is to bring in the law of polarity and let's go Marty McFly on this and go back to a time where you thought you couldn't do something, but you stepped into the highest and best version of you and you did it, right? Maybe you went backpacking in Europe when you were 18, right? Maybe you got into the college you didn't think you were going to get into, but you persisted. You know, maybe you moved countries, maybe you moved states, maybe you got your first real estate deal thinking, God, I don't know anything about real estate. Because if you guys go back to a time where you thought you couldn't do something and you see that as a reference because you did do it, now I want you to bring that to the future, right? Now I want you to bring it to the present and be able to unleash in the future because, you know, my, one of my coaches, Joe Dispenza, says that we've all crossed the river before, right? We've all crossed the river before. What the hell does that mean? Well, what Joe's saying is, it's like settlers who literally, you know, came upon this land and had to, you know, cross this country and they'd come up to a very fast moving river, right? And they go, oh my God, how are we going to get across this? And they dip their toe in and they feel the water is cold. And then they dip their whole foot in and the current is very swift, right? But a river never really prevented a settler from going, well, I guess that's all, all the way we're going to go. We're going to just set up a, a camp here and we'll never, ever go forward again. You look up, up and down the river to find a spot where maybe it narrows. Maybe the water is, you know, not as fast flowing. Maybe there's some rocks you can step on. But we've all crossed the river before. And I'm telling you, even in times of COVID, guys, you can cross the river again. You've got so many references from the past of when you've done something. Maybe you took the tra you know, training wheels off your bike so you could ride a two-wheeler. Maybe you got your driver's license when you were 16. Congratulations. Maybe you've birthed a child, right? Maybe you've gotten married. Maybe you've gotten out of a relationship that hasn't served you and you've you know, celebrated a divorce. Whatever it is, go back to the future and remind yourself that you're powerful beyond measure Bring that to the present and let's use that to step in to creating the best version of you. And Stephen, I'm going to invite you in. Have there been times where you've been focused on what you haven't been able to do? And have there been times where if you went back to the future and you really found out just what a badass you've been, that you can recall those and bring them into today? Absolutely. I mean, this is a, a process. I was just taking a note myself on it as a reminder. It's a process that I have had used before with other coaches um, that have helped me kind of unlock some of the, the thoughts of my own potential to be able to look back and say, what was a time where I felt successful? What was a time where 
I was confident. What was the time where other people thought that this was, you know, the right kind of investment for them and be able to essentially bring myself into that state, into that place and be able to bring that energy forward. Right. Or, or being able to picture, you know, hundreds of successful, happy investors who've invested millions of dollars with me over the years and essentially be able to visualize myself in that position with people thanking me. It's something that I've, I've actively gone through and done. And I can tell you from my experience that it definitely brings the kind of energy that you want forward into your body, into your life, and then, and then directed into the things that you want to accomplish that are going to drive you towards that purpose, that why. I love it. Congrats, man. And again, I want all of our viewers and listeners to do the same thing. And it's not just with other real estate investors. It could be with any role model, anybody you admire, you know, we'll do something here called character trade integration, right? Because character trade integration is exactly what Steven just teed up, right? When you think of a guy like Elon Musk, you know, what do you admire about him, right? Well, he's committed, in fact, he's defiantly committed. He's not going to let the government or the lack of finances or the lack of, you know, engineering take him out of the game. He's going to keep going until he finds a way. What about this woman, Oprah Winfrey? Well, she's compassionate. She's caring. She's resilient. She's been through the fire, if you know her story. But here she is, one of the richest and most admired women on the planet, right? And what about this guy, Mr. Steve Jobs? Well, he was relentless, right? He was going to invent the Macintosh come hell or high water in the garage with Wozniak. And obviously, Apple is one of the most formidable forces on the planet today. So what do you see in the people that you admire? What do you see in Stephen? What do you see in Trevor? What do you see in Tony Robbins? What do you see in your parents, your grandparents, Joe Fairless, other investors? Because we have a belief that if you spot it, you've got it, Right. And what you see in some other people is an invitation for you to unleash it in you. And that's what this exercise is meant for, right? It's really, if you spot it, you've got it. And if you went out and you started to, excuse me, really see these character traits in you, you give it a name, right? Just like a pet. So what is your superhero identity? right? What do you call yourself when you are absolutely here on purpose and with purpose, taking that intelligent inspired action? And you also got to know what is your super villain identity. I mean, if you've been Wanda the warrior through COVID, maybe it's time to, you know, cancel that out and become Wanda the warrior. Yeah. Let's step into a higher and better self of, you know, and let's absolutely go out there and take action. And my favorite identity quote as we get ready to wrap up, I got a couple more slides, but I just can't not share this, Stephen. And this comes from Mr. Tony Robbins, my coach, where he says, the strongest force in the human personality is the need to remain consistent with how we define ourselves. So I'll say that again. The strongest force in the human personality is the need to remain consistent with how we define ourselves. If you define yourself as a COVID, guess what you're going to be doing August, September, October, November, December of 2020. You're most likely going to be a victim to COVID. But if you absolutely step into being a victor, there's no telling what you could do in the remaining four and a half months of the year. And I love that quote. Another key item, and the final one we'll talk about folks, is you have to raise your standards. 
if you've dropped your standards during COVID and I'm a high performance coach who I've seen a ton of people literally drop their standards during COVID, when would now be a good time to resurrect it, to restate it, to write it down, to draw a line in the sand and to declare the level at which you want to play life, the level at which you want to play real estate, the level at which you want to get your ass moving and get on the phone with brokers, property managers, investors, lenders, right? And again, for the committed, there's always a way. But if you don't raise your standards, you're probably going to, you know, go back to that slide at the beginning of today's presentation and have some regrets when you ring in 2021. So, Stephen, I'll bring you in here again. How have you been able to continually and impressively raise your standards, bro? I think the way that I've been able to do it is by surrounding myself with other people who are living the life that I want to live in whatever way that might be. That might be in a relationship, that might be in real estate, that might be in business, that might be in coaching, could be in all these different places. But by getting around and surrounding myself and masterminding with people who have that specialized knowledge, the experience and the life that I want to live, I look at them and I realize, oh, I have so much more potential. I can live up to that potential and therefore I need to raise my own standard. However, if I start hanging out with people who are not living the way I want to live, people who are partying or, you know, uh, you know, sitting on watching Netflix 90% of the time, uh, whatever that thing might be, then it starts to feel like the comfortable thing. So it's always important for me to get around people who kind of encourage me to raise my standards and it makes it simpler for me to then live up to those, those new standards that I'm setting. Absolutely amazing. And again, guys, Steven said it, you know, you become who you hang out with. You become what you read. You become what you listen to. You literally become that which, which you do with your 168 hours a week. So our invitation to you is if you want to raise your standards, get around people that already live life at a certain standard and not just in real estate, right? In doing the right thing, right? in their career, their finances, their relationships, their fulfillment, their travel, their charity or tithing. Really, I'm here to tell you guys, it's no secret, but the secret to living is giving. And if you can give yourself the gift of surrounding yourself with community and tribe and people like Stephen and Trevor, not that we're better than anyone, but we've chosen to live life at a level that's higher than what Joe Average does. And no disrespect to people that want to live average lives. You know, everyone's entitled to their own model of the world, but Stephen and I want to live on the upper echelon and we want to invite you to join us. So that quote comes from Mr. Tony Robbins. And again, to go beyond where you are now, here's a little recap. You must understand what typically stops you. You must stop telling yourself a bullshit story or rationalizing. You must get clarity on your why. And finally, you must raise your standards. And so today, we've learned the power of showing up and the power of persistence, what might be causing you to stop during COVID. We've revisited the law of polarity, the power of purpose. I love the Back to the Future tool. And Stephen, that is my tool. I invented that, but you're welcome to use it. Uh, the power of character trait integration and why it's time to raise your standards. And so, guys, now you have a choice. You can either go, well, that was a nice little talk by Stephen and Trevor and be interested in applying it, or you can be committed 
to taking what we've shared with you today, whether you're watching live or you're watching the replay, you have to define your level of commitment so that you absolutely take what we've gifted you with today and apply it because the choice is yours. And the final quote I'll leave you with today, and then we'll open it up for some quick Q&A, comes from the man, the myth, the legend, yes, my good friend and my coach, my mentor, Tony Robbins. And he says, divorce the story and marry the truth. And I want to read that again. Divorce the story and marry the truth. I don't care what story you've been telling yourself up to this point of COVID, it's time to rewrite the story and marry the truth and step into the highest and best version of you. And that's Stevens and my invitation for you. So with that said, congrats. It's time to explode your results. COVID, schmovid, doesn't matter what's going on around you. You've got this and we've got your back. And with that said, Stephen, I hope you've enjoyed my presentation as much as I've enjoyed delivering it. And it's time for some quick Q&A and I'll throw it back to you, my man. Well, another incredible, incredible training here. Thank you so much, Trevor, for laying down some of that knowledge and bringing it right back to us, reminding us what's most important, how these thoughts and beliefs end up directly playing into the actions that we take in our life. So I'm grateful for that. Um, for anyone who's attending here, who's live with us, if you guys want to drop a question in the chat, would love to get that answered. Uh, one question that comes to mind, Trevor, is as we're looking at um, all the, the, the great lessons that we learned today, uh, all the great lessons that we were reminded of, what would be your recommendation uh, for how somebody can take action and put this into action in their own life um, as quickly as possible? Well, the, the love the question, Stephen. I think the first one is to really start with the letter A of the alphabet, and that stands for awareness, right? When you're aware of what you've been telling yourself, you're aware of the lack of action you've been taking, when you're aware of the procrastination or maybe you've been avoiding, again, you know, just acknowledge it. Write it down. Say, you know what? I'm a big boy. I'm a big girl. I absolutely admit that maybe I haven't been showing up as the best version of me as an investor, the best version of me as a parent, the best version of me with my financial wherewithal, you know, maybe with your body, maybe with date night, maybe with taking your kids on a staycation, right? But I'm telling you, that doesn't define you because once you get that awareness, you can draw that line in the sand and say, okay, there's still four and a half months left of this year. And if I start to get crystal clear on, you know, putting that, you know, blame, shame and justification aside, but lasering in on what I can do for the next two, three, four and a half months, how would I want to feel come December 31st, 2020, when I'm ringing in January 1st, 2021? Because guys, time waits for no one. You're going to be, you know, I swear to God, you're going to be toasting your significant other and your friends, hopefully on December 31st of this year, and you're going to look back and say, wow, I really turned on the jets from August the 13th till today, or you're going to be, you know, quoting from the Lewis E. Boone quote that, you know, they're the three descriptions of could have, should have, might have. And I know how I'm going to ring in New Year's, Stephen, and I know how you're going to ring in New Year's. And my invitation is for other people to get that awareness and to do it themselves. How do you like that? I love it. I love it. I mean, to underline and, and uh, highlight and really kind of put a, a pin on it, it's really about decision. 
you've got to make a decision so that you can start moving forward and taking action on some of these things. That doesn't mean you have to do everything. You can start with one thing, but that one thing needs to stack on top of the next one thing. And you need to be consistent about it because if you do something day after day, you start having a compounding effect, but 10 times zero is zero. So if you, if you break the chain, you need to start again. And you need to start building that chain and start really kind of taking that action for yourself. Get your mind in the right place so that in return, your actions start to follow. Yeah, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share a nice little piece on that as well because I really love what you just said. And it's almost like driving a car, right? And let's say you've been driving your car through 2020 and you're driving it and driving it and driving it and you look at your gas gauge and you see you're on E, you're on empty. Well, you don't start yelling at the gas gauge and going, damn it. You know, why are you like that? Why are you like that? You should not be empty. You should be full. Instead, you take intelligent and inspired action. You pull into a gas station and you fill up your tank again so that you can drive the rest of 2020. That's the invitation, you know, that we're asking you to follow. Don't yell at your gas gauge. Find some incentive. Go fill up your tank. Put some air in your tires, change the oil, and get after it. Because real estate waits for no one. Does that make sense, Steve? Uh, it makes so much sense. It's such a good reminder because, you know, we've just got to accept that, hey, this is the way it is, and let's act and, and make new decisions here. Um, so in closing, uh, I know we're on a tight schedule today, so we're going to close out here on this one. Um, what are the top performers – the millionaires and billionaires and real estate professionals doing differently than the average um, as, as kind of a closing statement for people to just be reminded about what's possible and potential for themselves in their lives. Love the question, boy, I'm going to pull back the curtain on this and tell you, I talk to investors all over the U S every day, all over again, the UK, Europe, Australia, New Zealand, Asia, and the ones that are, you know, separating the men from the boys or the ladies from the girls, they're using this time to build relationships, right? That's with their current pillars, right? We call them professional pillars, brokers, insurance agents, lenders, property managers, GCs, plumbers, electricians, landscapers, right? But they're also investigating new relationships with maybe somebody they haven't had time to talk to. Maybe they're going for coffee with someone. Maybe they're Zooming with somebody. Maybe they are doing something. But the really smart ones, Stephen, the ones that know that the best years for real estate are going to be really from the fall of 2020, right through 2021, 2022, and into 23, and that that's the window, they know that they're not in the real estate business that they're in the relationship business. And the more you've got the people and the folks that can help you achieve what it is that you're setting out to, um, that's where they're really gonna find the leverage to absolutely quantum leap their portfolios in the next two and a half to three years. I think that's such a huge idea, you guys. I mean, it's all about the relationships and now is the time for us to be building those relationships. And a lot of people are going to have a limiting belief. You're going to think to yourself, well, hey, how do I go meet someone for coffee? Well, there's a lot of other ways to connect with people. And frankly, there's more effective ways than grabbing a coffee with someone. It's a quick phone call. It's a Zoom chat. It's interacting online, social media, uh, and coming to events like this where you see people's names on the attendee list and you reach out and say, hey, I noticed that you have a similar mindset to me that you were engaged 
with Trevor and Steven's Mindset Members Talk. And uh, I just want to reach out to you and say, hey, I acknowledge that way to show up and, and start a conversation, learn about what they're doing. And who knows, maybe something will come out of that. So with that, you guys, thank you for showing up for yourselves. Thank you for taking some steps to better your mindset, to be able to start showing up and be an inspiration for other people to continue to live a better life. And you can do that by applying the stuff you learned right here with Trevor and I. Trevor, thank you so much, my friend. Thank you for being an inspiration to me, as well as so many other people to go out and do what they're capable of. So uh, God, I appreciate you. Absolutely right back at you, my brother. Love you for who you are and how you show up. Enjoy Hawaii. Get yourself a nice big pineapple and a big coconut and have a couple for me and we'll catch you on the next call. Thank you for listening to the Investor Mindset Podcast. If you like what you heard, make sure to rate, review, subscribe, and share it with a friend. Head over to theinvestormindset.com to join the Insider Club where we share tools and strategies from the top investors and entrepreneurs on how to take it to the next level.